Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are honored that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back, relax with us, and meet yet another amazing and fascinating individual that we've had the opportunity to connect with from around this world. I am Stacy Johnston, honored to be here with you today, and always equally honored to sit beside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kathy, how are you this morning? I am doing fabulous. It is a beautiful day so far. How are you? I am doing well. I am excited and intrigued as always. Um, I love it when we get a moment to have a pre-conversation with some of our guests, and I just get a little taste of their fire and a little taste of what they have to add. And then I get really excited when we get to have these conversations because now the world gets to meet this amazing personality that we've had a chance to meet. Um, I'm always just in awe. I'm fascinated and humbled by who comes into our life, who we get to meet, and whose light we get to shine. What fascinates you the most about this, Cass? I think it's super cool that every time we talk about looking for a guest on our show, all of a sudden we have 40 that are absolutely appropriate because they're extraordinary, and they want to share their, their story. So I think it's super cool that they get sent our way. However that may go. <laughs> Without further ado, let's bring in our guest for today. Like you, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I always love to introduce new amazing people to the world. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, may we please present Miss Cindy Lish. How are you this morning? Oh, ladies, Stacy, Cassie, thank you so incredibly much for having me on your show. I am honored to be here with you, and I am fantastic this morning. Perfect. That's hard to be fantastic and excited. How about you kick us off? Cindy, tell us who is Cindy Lish, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Oh, absolutely. I would love to share that with your audience. So my name is Cindy Lish, and I am a career coach that helps stay-at-home moms with the confidence, tools, and skills to successfully get back to the workforce. You know, because it's hard, right? It's hard to have a high-power career or, or any career and then take time off to raise your family and then go back to the workforce, right? We all know that, that it's hard to overcome that gap on the resume. It's hard to have the confidence to get back out there. And it's okay to have both. It's okay to absolutely love the honor and privilege of being able to take off time to raise your families, but still know that you want something more. Still know that, you know, the decision to stay home and raise your family for however long that is um, shouldn't mean that you can never, ever return to the workforce. And over the past nine years, I have helped over 600 women to get back to the workforce, really at all fields, in all areas. Um, Many of the women get back to the workforce at the same level that they left or even higher than they left before. You know, I help women define their why because we want different things at different stages of our lives. So the job that you did when you were 20 or 30 may not be the job that you want when you're 40 or 50 or even more than that, right? So defining what's important to you and then learning exactly how to go out there and get it. So everything from, you know, having the confidence, believing that you can do it, getting past that 
I'm only a mother, I'm just a mother, to realize everything that you've done in your previous work life, all your accomplishments as a stay-at-home mom, probably volunteering. A lot of the women I work with have been very active volunteers in their time while they were at home to understanding what the job market looks like today because it's not the job market that we left, right? So how to get past the applicant tracking system, how to write that professional resume, even with a gap, okay? How to write these amazing cover letters that are going to put you in the top 10% of all applicants. How to interview because, you know, interviewing is not what it used to be. You used to be able to come in and say, I'm dedicated, I'm hardworking, give me a chance, I can do anything, and they say start on Monday. Now you have to tell your stories. Now you have to give examples. So what kind of stories and examples are you giving if you feel that you're outdated? So how to get past all of that and successfully get back. And it's not just, it's not just changing your life, but it's changing your whole family's life, right? It's helping the single mom who is, you know, forced to be in situations she never planned on being to be able to provide a life for herself and for her children. You know, it's helping the mom who's been at home, you know, in the, in, you know, in the backseat kind of supporting her spouse um, to now feel that she has something that she can be proud of on her own and earn her own income and provide for the family. So it's all of that. And I do this because I was a stay-at-home mom myself, right? I was a high-power career woman. I was an emerging markets trader. Um, and then I, I never planned on staying at home, but uh, I worked for a bank, and the bank merged with another bank, and 274 branches were closed, and I went to another bank. Um, I had three offers at the time, and I went to another bank, and, and it, was, it was a dreadful mistake, and I was not happy. And as soon as I got there, I found out that my position was going to be moved out of the country, and I was, I was delighted. Um, you know, it, it gave me an opportunity because I was already pregnant to take a little leave of absence, and I knew that the moment the baby was born, I was going back to the workforce. Um, and then 15 years later, <laughs> because, uh, you know, things happen, right, and we're not the same person we were before having the baby. Um, yeah. You know, so this is what I do, and I can be found at cindylish.com. That's C-I-N-D-Y-L-I-S-H.com. I have so many things to offer to the women in your audience here. I have a free master class, um, and they can find that on my website. It's four simple steps for stay-at-home moms to competently return to the workforce. And I promise you, you ladies, you will feel empowered after watching this and know what you have to do. I have a Facebook page. I have a private Facebook group. Um, I have Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I have a huge YouTube channel. And I also have the opportunity for women to talk with me one-on-one -on -one in a free discovery call to see how I can help them out. Because I do have a signature program. I have clients all over the United States and a few international clients where I hold your hand and I kick you in the butt and I get you where you have to go. Right? Everything from one-on-one -on -one coaching with me to my own exclusive modules with videos and workbooks to resume reviews and cover letter reviews and LinkedIn reviews and intense mock interview prep um, and, and the ability to even have full access to me, texting and email support. And that's what I offer to the women that work with me. Wow. What a beautiful service. Thank you. you. Know, Cindy, one, Thank of the, you. one of the things that I've really, really been honored by in this is how many people that we have met that are like you providing space for stay-at-home moms to come get back in the workforce or, or so many 
places where we don't really even think about there needing to be space. And then all of a sudden there's this wealth opening up and people are like, I, I want to go there and get better. I want to try that. I'm up for that. And I have been humbled and honored and I don't want to say overwhelmed, but overflowed, I think, with the amount of space worldwide that is being provided for people to just come get better here. Move forward here. Let me support you here. Let me encourage you in that here. It is the most beautiful thing to see. So thank you for what you do for so many women that have such a fear. Do you think fear is a is a boundary that plays into that ability to get back in and go back to work? Oh, my goodness. Fear is, first of all, thank you so much for, for that compliment. It is it is truly an honor and a privilege every single day to be able to do what I do. Um, and to get back to the fear, yes. Hands down, fear is the number one. Fear of being out there. Fear of what if I'm not good enough. Fear of, well, there are other people that don't have a gap. There are peer, people that are um, not outdated like I am. There are people who know computer skills and technology that I don't know. Fear of how am I going to manage everything. Imposter syndrome fear that I'm going to get there and they're going to realize that I, I'm not everything that I claimed I was. Yes. So, so many fears are out there. And a lot of the fears also, you know, they're in our mind. It also comes from a lot of people saying, who do you think is going to hire you? No one's going to hire you. You're just the mother. Well, you've been home for five years, for 10 years, or 20 years. Why do you think you ever can get back to the workforce? And you hear that often enough, and you believe it. And, you know, unfortunately, um, a number of my women, about 50% of my women, are divorced, uh, single moms, hashtag it's complicated. And if somebody's been putting you down for a long time and telling you that you're not enough, you're just, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not good enough, you're just not enough, it is so hard to get past that. Okay, um, and, I, and I remember, you know, one of my clients, and, you know, I helped her to get two jobs in her field, six-figure salaries, and, and I remember her telling me, you know, as she was going through this, just how difficult it was to get past all of this. Um, and then after working together, she's like, you know, Cindy's a badass, right? She provided the perfect combination of coaching combined with tough love. And I'll never again feel badly about investing in myself because that's the other thing that we have as women. We are taught to put everybody's needs before our own. We take care of our children. We take care of our spouses. We take care. We sign up for every committee. Anyone who needs something, we're on board. We do this. But when it comes to doing something for ourselves, we don't do it. Right? We neglect that. So all those feelings keep surfacing, that fear of I'm not good enough and Working as a volunteer in women's minds is very different than working for a paid position. So women have this feeling that they only accepted me to, um, to launch and charter, you know, a nonprofit organization, to start a PTA from the ground up and raise several thousand dollars worth of, cash, of, of funds, to do all these things because I was a volunteer. And it doesn't hold the same value to the woman until I help her realize exactly what she's done because there is that fear that they only accepted me to do the job because I was willing to do it for free. And that's, it's unfortunate. You're right because there's so many power out there. Stay at home mom. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate 
you opening that space because it is very intimidating. It's very, it's, you know, like you said, 10 years ago, it was easy to go, oh, I need a job. I'm going to run out and do five interviews and I should have a job by this afternoon. You know, no big deal. And now that you have, now that I have, you know, have three kids, haven't been in the, in the workforce for seven years. It's it's an intimidating thing for me to think about, you know. It's it's an intimidating thing for me to. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be right. So when somebody is there, showing you step by step, right? Because what happens is is and we all know this, right? When something is difficult, we kind of don't do it. So when you start applying for jobs and you start to feel overwhelmed. Well, as a stay-at-home mom, there's always so many other things that you could dedicate your time to. So when a job starts get difficult, you do something else. When a job starts get difficult, you wash the floor. You do the laundry, right? I had one client. She was a stay-at-home mom for 20 years, and every time she felt overwhelmed, she would go garden. She would do something else, right? She wasn't applying for the jobs because it was overwhelming for her. She was scared about being put, putting herself back out there again. You know, and every week I would say to her, how many jobs have you applied for? And she'd say, well, none, but I bookmarked these. And then we'd have the next week, and I'd be like, how many jobs did you apply to? And she'd say, none, but I bookmarked these. And on the third week, I said to her, you know, when she said, none, but I bookmarked these, um, I said to her, listen, you know, Prince Charming is not going to go knocking on your door. You have to go to the ball. And she said to me, you don't think I can do it. And I said, no, I know you can do it. I don't think you want to do it. Okay. You know, and she needed that. She needed that kick, right? She needed that push, and she did, and she applied, and boom, there she was, right, back to the workforce. She got it, you know, and it's important because I get it. I understand the fears. I understand where you've been, and I understand why you made that decision to to be at home. You know, a lot of career coaches, if you go to a career coach who is 10, 15, 20, or more years younger than you, they're in a different life stage, so they don't get it. They don't know how to put that. They don't know how to phrase that on your resume. You know, I don't want you to hear questions of why did you waste your education? Why did you decide to do that? Right? Walk away. They're not on your side. Right? You need to find what fits you right now. And there are so many options right now. There, there has been a silver lining of the pandemic. Okay? And I always like to look on the positive side for everything. And the silver lining of the pandemic is that the work, what we define as work and a traditional work role has changed. You know, you may have heard of the great resignation. So people weren't happy with the way things were before, which means that there are so many more options for work right now. There are really great remote positions. In fact, most positions are remote positions. And remote work is different from what we all know in the old days of work from home, which was, you know, stuffing envelopes at your table for a penny, an envelope. It's not that. You know, I have clients who are earning six-figure salaries working remotely, right? There are hybrid jobs. There are part-time jobs that don't require part-time intelligence. You know, I have a client who is working part-time doing event coordination, international event coordination, um, part-time from her home with the skills that she had doing volunteer work to do this job. And it's just fantastic what's out there right now. But a lot of moms don't know that these jobs even exist and then how to get them. And that's where I help them out. 
I, I just love that. I've talked to a rash, no, let's say a rash, a, a group of women, several women our age, okay? I'm old enough, my kids are growing, I've got grandkids on the ground, and there are people in my age that are at the second part of their life, trading the first half of the second half, that are looking for a way to go back to work, to reenter the workforce, to, to find something new for the second half of their life to do. And they, I feel like they encounter the very same fears. You know, in the very same, like, what in the world at 55 or 60 am I going to be able to do out there? And so, again, I think this is hugely encouraging to, to the a large group of people. Let me ask you one more question. In the, in the work that you do in our society today, we have a whole lot of stay-at-home dads. Do you ever work with men that find themselves in the same position, or do you feel like this is really a, a thing more that centers around women? So that's a really good question. And I have in my life worked with men. I've certainly coached men to get back to the workforce. Um, you know, right now I'm focusing exclusively on women, and my program is designed for women. Um, can I help stay-at-home dads? Yes, and then in special cases that happens. But, you know, it's important, and you ladies probably know this as well, you know, there are, there are lots of career coaches out there. There are lots of people out there, and it's important in every industry and every field and for every coach to design um, your niche and who your audience is. So right now my audience specifically is women. Um, you know, but if there are men that want to talk to me, you know, maybe, maybe we can work something out. But basically, um, I'm, I'm focusing on women right now. Perfect. I, I just love the space. Cassie, where does that take you? Well, I was actually going to say, let's take it in a different direction. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so on this, on this journey that you are on and the people that you've met and the experiences that you've had, and all the things that you have learned. Is there a specific individual that you would class as a hero for you? And what is your definition of a hero? Okay, sure. That's a great question. You know, a hero is, is somebody that, you know, really defies odds and challenges and, and stands up for themselves. Um, and is a positive role model and influence to the world, okay? So now, just like you ladies, in my daily work, I encounter heroes every single day, right? I have, you know, women who have, you know, been military spouses and follow their, their husbands around the world and homeschooled five children all of a sudden to find themselves as single moms and they have to reinvent themselves and, and hearing words of, you know, I know I'd be better at this job than anyone else, but I just don't know how to get the job. And handling all that and handling all those challenges and, yes, getting back to the workforce. So, yes, I encounter, and all of my women are heroes, and I, that's a privilege every single day to hear their stories, to be part of their stories, and, um, you know, to help them along the way with their stories. Um, but somebody who is a hero that influenced me personally in my own journey uh, with somebody that I worked with, and, you know, she felt that we needed to tell our stories to help other people. And I remember that um, she went through an incident with cancer, and she told her story to everybody before, during, and afterward, and used that story to inspire other people 
that whether it was cancer that they were going through or any other obstacle in their life that they were going through, to realize that you have to face it head on and just do, become educated, do what you have to do to get there. And I remember her telling me that, you know, even if this is going to take me down, I'm going to use my last breath to help other people along the way. And then a few years later, um, I had a cancer diagnosis. And she was one of the first people that I called, actually, for some advice. And I used that same format, right? I used that same strategy to use it to help other people. I had uh, to inspire other people that whatever they were facing, they could do this. Um, I had thyroid cancer, and at that time, I was, I was doing um, job writing classes in person. And I remember that two weeks after my surgery, I stood up in front of my class, and I needed a microphone, which I never needed before. Um, I have one of those, those, uh, you know, those New York, those New York voices, New York accents. I could talk to a room without a mic, but I needed a microphone because I had almost no voice. And I stood up in front of the class, and I said, "I am a, I'm a two-week um, cancer survivor, and I'm proud to be here." And I got a standing ovation. But it, it was for me, but it was also for them. Right? Because I had people talk to me afterward and tell me their stories. And it helped other people to feel inspired that, yes, you did it and I could do that. Right? I never allowed myself to wallow in, woe with me. I'm, you know, I have a, you know, I have cancer. This shouldn't have happened to me. I exercise every day. I eat healthy, et cetera. Why did this happen? I used it as a point where I could grow and where I could empower other people. And that's what I think a hero does. I think that's beautiful. I agree. I think Thank that, you. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Thank you. <clears throat> so, Cindy, if you look at this journey that you've been on, this, this place that you've ended up, the people that you've touched, the things that you've learned over your course of your time, What's one last lesson that you learned that you feel like everybody ought to have the opportunity to know? Is that you're a warrior. You can do absolutely anything that you want to do. Separate yourself from negative people and make sure that whatever you're experiencing, whatever hardship you're experiencing right now, does not become the defining moment over which you never you never get past, right? You have conquered difficult things in your life. You have handled difficult things. We all have. We don't get to this stage in our lives without having difficulties. And everyone, for everyone, there's different, right? It could be relationships or, or finance or health or fires or other tragedies, things with our children. Um, but you conquered all of those. You can conquer whatever you are facing right now. Just be strong. Educate yourself, get the help that you need, and realize that you can do this. You always can do this. You are the only one who can create that next chapter of your story. And how important is that story? Well, the story is all important. The story is all important, right? You know, things happen to all of us. We can't change what happened in our past. And some of the things that happened to us in our past, we, we have to own, we might have been responsible for. And some of the things that happened to us in the past, we couldn't have planned, we couldn't have predicted, we couldn't have done anything to prevent it from happening. 
But at that moment when it happened, we just had to rise to the occasion. We had to put on our big girl panties, rise to the occasion, and overcome it, right? And it's that overcoming that defines where your story is going. It's beautiful. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for that share. Great lesson. I absolutely agree with that. So, Cindy, let's take this in a different direction. Let's put you on a stage for a minute and let you recognize that you're probably more people's hero than you think. So thank you for that. Thank you. If there was a one-liner to the world that you could put on a T-shirt as your, as your statement, what would it say? You are a warrior. That's so awesome. Every one of us is a warrior. Every one of us can do it. It's up to you to feel it, to believe it. If you don't think you can do it, other people aren't going to think you're going to do it, that you can do it, right? Sometimes we have to dive down deep inside of ourselves to find that strength and to get the support from, from the outside, from the right people on the outside. You know, sometimes the people that are nearest to us that we feel should be on our side, for whatever reason, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not our biggest cheerleaders. So it's okay to separate yourself from the people that are bringing you down, okay, and tell them, you know something, we're not, we're not going to discuss this. We can talk about other things and create the safe space that you need for yourself, right? You control what you allow other people to tell you, right? So if you don't want somebody talking to you about your cancer, about, you know, struggles you're going with financially, about your job search, about whatever it is, that's okay. You can tell them, you know, thank you. I love you. I know you mean well. We're not going to talk about this. But we can talk about this. We can talk about books. We can talk about movies. We can talk about whatever it is. You're a safe subject. But we're not going to talk about this. You are in charge of taking care of you. You know, I really love that statement that you are in charge of what other people tell you. There's so much power just in that statement of recognition right there, right? Like, kind of like no is a complete sentence. And, and you get to choose. Like, I don't, I don't need to hear that. I don't want that in my head. And what a beautiful statement of power for so many people to recognize that they do get to choose what they allow someone else Absolutely. to put into their space. I think that's beautiful. Absolutely. <clears throat> Thank beautiful. you. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies, we are at that place with respect to you, Cindy, as our lovely guest. Thank you so much for today. And with respect to our audience, we're going to find that time to be able to wind down. Um, I'm in awe. I'm so humbled and so honored to be able to have met you. And what a wonderful space that you provide for Cindy. So thank you. I would like our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you want to share your story, if you want to let the world know what you do and how we can connect with you, or you just want to have a conversation, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We're interested in what you have to say. Cindy, I'm going to close the day on my part by telling you thank you. Thank you again for your time, for your service, for the space that you provide, and for being the hero and standing as that to so many people that now realize that they can. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? I would like to leave our audience with a challenge. Throughout this call, we've talked about the fact that fear stops you from moving forward. 
and I always say that fear doesn't stop death, it stops life. So my challenge today is to look at something in your life that scares you. Figure out why and see what you can do to get over that. Because until you get over that fear, you'll never move forward. That is a beautiful challenge. Thank you for that. Cindy, we would be honored. If you would take the stage for us, give us the last 90 seconds and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Well, first off, I just want to thank both of you ladies, uh, Stacy, Cassie, and the entire um, audience for, for allowing me to be here. And I want to tell everybody here that you are never too old. You are never too old to learn something new. You are never too old to go after your dreams, um, and you can do it. Whatever you set your heart up for, whatever you want to do, you have it inside of you to be able to do this. You are warriors, and don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. You can do anything that you set your mind to.